0: Welcome everybody to the Must Read Alaska Show. I'm your host, John Quick, coming to you live from somewhere in Alaska. And man, we took about a two or three week break and I'm happy to be back in, uh, you know, just getting into the thick of things. We had some local elections go on in the Matsu and on the Kenai Peninsula and really everywhere else around Alaska. And today I have a very special guest and we are doing video again on the Must Read Alaska Show, which is very exciting. We kind of steered away from that for, gosh, almost a year when Zoom kind of kicked us off of their live platform, but we're going to be back doing the Must Alaska show in video form, producing reels as as well. But without further ado, I have a very special guest, a good friend of mine, and somebody who I think is a rock star, Representative Jamie Allard. How are you doing today?
1: Uh, To a fellow rock star. (laughs) Thanks, John. It's good to be here.
0: Well, I'm so excited you're on. You've been on the Must Read Alaska show many times. You're probably one of the most featured guests. I'd probably have you on every week if I could. I think you did something really awesome this last week. I mean, I have the dates correct, but that's when I saw it. You know, I think, uh, you know, turn on the news and, you know, it's mostly negative things, right? We just are bombarded by negative, negative, negative. You decided to do something different and inject some positive into the world. Tell us about um, what you did and why you did it.
1: Well, there's a couple of things. So you're either talking about my letter to the federal delegation about Israel, which you're probably not. I had to throw that in there. Um, (laughs) But you're probably talking about I did a Pillar of the Community citation awards um, for eight individuals that live in my house district. A couple of them actually don't. Um, They live in Chugiak. So I represent Eagle River proper. But I did recognize some people out in Chugiak. The fact of the matter is we have really great individuals in our communities. Um, We as legislators can give 10 citations out to individuals in our communities or wherever. We could sign on with other representatives and we highlight their accomplishments. And I generally, um, there's usually a uh, age threshold, which I know people don't wanna hear, but it takes you a little bit of time to do all the things that these individuals have done. It's a lifetime. Yeah. Some of them have done it for 30 years. Some of them have done it 40 plus years and some of them have done it three quarters of their life. Um, so I recognized one, uh, that individual that was chief pickle who had passed away in late September. And um, I was having a really hard time coming to grips with that. Cause he was a close friend, him and his wife, Terry and uh, neighbors. When I say neighbors, I could walk to their house, maybe half a mile away. And I gave him his citation, oh God, I'm trying to keep focus here, um, while he was literally on his deathbed. And wow. I went to their house, they invited me over, and, and we did that for him and his family. So I was honored and felt great that I was able to get that. I know Chief heard me. And we did it for other members of the community. Craig Campbell, Crystal Kennedy, who served on the school board. She also served on the assembly. Craig Campbell was former lieutenant governor, lieutenant, and was also a lieutenant general, was also a major general. Served on the assembly. Right. I mean, (laughs) these are people that worked their way in volunteering. We're on community councils and you know, chair of our Republican district, Susan Faschetti. I mean, I can Dean Marshall, um, Scott uh, Roloff was a te- teacher at Eagle River High School who dedicated his whole life, served in the services, but he also was a police officer. And then he went back to teaching. I mean, these are really great people. So I have a list already forming and I don't think tens enough. enough, um, but that's what I have to work with. <laughs> so, so I, I, I got them all some of together. These
0: people maybe weren't, were they, some of these people were probably, they're probably very humble people is my guess, and they, oh, yeah. They, yeah. they were probably um, honored to get an award. But I think yep. some of these people are probably the types of people that wouldn't mind if they didn't get an award. They'd probably just keep doing yeah. what they were doing.
1: No, and I think the thing we did differently, and I don't know of any legislator who's done it this way, but I have a really great staff with me. And I was like, "This it can't be we just mail this. This is an honor. And so what I did was we made it our first annual and I called them all together and I called all their family together and I said, we're going to honor them. And we did it all together as a one thing. So next year, we're going to have our second annual, uh, pillar of the community awards for Eagle river constituents. And I think we can make that one into a dinner and then maybe we get donations so that we can get back to our particular community or whatever cause there is. So this is a big deal. And I, I want more and more people to be recognized and come out for it. It was, it was um, quite amazing. A little bit teary eyed. I mean, you're, you're amongst real rock stars. Yeah. Like Ed Boudreau lives four houses down from me. And he literally served in the military 25 plus years, mm-hmm. retired, gives everything he can to his community. He goes to community council meetings, district meetings, And in all of that, the man is a national award-winning photographer and takes pictures (laughs) of everything in Eagle River and more. And I have two pieces of his art. I have another piece that will be going down, hanging in my office in Juneau. I mean, really? Like, these are just individuals. It's not just politics. I don't want people thinking that. Crystal Kennedy, she volunteers and was president and vice president, now currently vice president, of the Pregnancy Center. Um, Craig manages, literally manages the third largest international airport in the United States. Seriously? So what are you going to do? This, these are pretty amazing folks. Um, I wouldn't say there's too much competition against these people because I feel like everybody in Eagle River is just outstanding. And at the one thing I heard most from everybody that was receiving their award was the community picked me. I didn't pick them. The people in Eagle River are amazing. of the individuals, I would say six of the individuals, uh, maybe not, maybe seven of the individuals all served their country, had been all over the world and all settled in Eagle River. Wow. So yeah, that's kind of a, we have a thing out here in our community. So.
0: So if you could distill, there's going to be people listening to this thinking, man, I wish I could do what those people do. If you could distill a couple traits that maybe most of these people have, what would some of those traits be? Oh, just a
1: complete love for where you live. Yeah. And when you love where you live, if you do the smallest of things, uh, you start volunteering or getting on boards. So that's what they did. They saw a passion that they loved something and then they jumped in. And before you know it, they're doing a whole bunch. And it's not, these awards aren't a political affiliation. I don't want anybody thinking that. I have a, I have a list of that are going to be getting awards. They don't know that yet, but I already have their names. I've already listed it down. I've already done research on all their things they've done and they will be getting citations next year too. Lifting, Uh, he was there as an honorary guest and he'll be getting a citation. Senator Merrick has put in for him to have one next session. So that'll be nice too.
0: Nice, so um, other reps around the whole state, Either could be doing this, or are doing it in their own way. Is that a fair statement?
1: Yeah, I think some of them do do citations. I don't know if I don't know if they hand deliver an individual citation to the person's house or if they uh, mail them. Mm-hmm. I just thought, why would I do that? I've got these great people; they need to be recognized. So that's what we're going to do. Nice. I, I. Yeah.
0: So uh, my last question about this is what. You know, there's going to be people listening, like I said, that think, man, I can't, these people are rock stars. You got Craig Campbell, you got, you know, people on the assembly, you know, what could somebody do in their um, neighborhood where they live in? Because I think a lot of people think like, I can either be an elected official or I can't yeah. do anything that's productive. Well, there's so many things in between being a, an assembly person or being a state senator or a state rep and, you know... Uh, becoming a volunteer, there's so many different boards and those kinds of things that folks could serve on. What kind of encouragement would you give folks that are listening to to think, man, I I don't know if I could do that. I don't know if I could make it. You
1: know, well, and I get that before I went into politics, I um, didn't volunteer on my community councils. I didn't necessarily volunteer in my community other than being a member of the BFW um, and a member of the Elks. But I also went on posts, and this is where I, when my husband was still in the military, I was an instructor for military spouses. So I volunteered and I went through classes and they give you certificates. So what they would do is they would ask another spouse who's been around the block for a while, plus I was former military. Then the spouses would come in that were new to our community and new to J-Bear and I would and instruct them on how to be a good spouse. Uh, with the military. And it's about, you know, what, it, what does it mean to be in a chain of command? What does LES mean on a leave and earnings statement, the paycheck? How do you read your husband's paycheck? Who do you call if there's a issue at home when he's deployed, like everything. So they would go through a week's worth of classes with me.
0: And, and, and so one I went how right. to do every how to, who to go to. How to be a good, good wife. Do,
1: yeah. I need to say how to be a good wife, but let's just be honest, how to be a good military spouse.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's what we did. And, um, and then I slowly just gravitated into doing other community stuff, but that's where I, I always, that was my expertise. So I would encourage anybody do something you love. And before you know it, you're like all over the place doing stuff, yeah. you know? Yeah.
0: So let's talk a little bit about 2024. We're coming, you know, next thing you know, you're going to be going to Juno, right? It's going to be, yeah. The time and you'll be on a plane going to Juno. What are you excited about in 2024?
1: I am excited about not it being my first session. <laughs> so um, understanding, and I hate, I mean, I always say I hate to say it, but I'm not. I'm just going to be honest. The political games yeah. and how to maneuver yourself to make sure that you have the votes when you need them how to make those connections without jeopardizing your values or what your community stands for. It's not really that hard for me. Some people it's challenging and I, I am enjoying it. I don't like being away from my community. The family comes and visits, but the fact of the matter is there should be no reason we shouldn't be right. Have session on the road system that, that bothers me to no end. I don't think it's fair that the overall majority of Alaskans, and let's be honest, what ninety-nine percent of Alaskans live on the road system. Maybe, well, on the major part. So it, it's discouraging for folks to testify, and I, I don't appreciate that. No. There is absolutely no reason we cannot facilitate the fifteen—is it fifteen? No, nine million dollars that they spent on a building for us to sleep in. Alaska, in Juneau. they could have spent that on. Being here and a building that allows us to convene in session, and the fact is, I'm not asking for the capital be moved. I don't, I never go into a commissioner's office; they come see me. Uh, and some some commissioners, majority of them, work here on the road system during session, and they go down there once or twice, and then, then that's it. So uh, we should we should be on the road system a hundred percent.
0: So you are the uh, co-chair of the. Uh, Committee for Education. Talk to us a little bit about that. Um, What's it like being a co-chair and how important is that committee assignment to you? Uh,
1: Being co-chair on the Education Committee is spicy. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what other word to use. Um, I have a different opinion on certain bills and issues as my co-chair, Representative Ruffridge. And we've had a few tough and turbulent times, but when you have two A-type personalities, both leading and have their community to speak up for, so I it's challenging. I appreciate rep- uh, representative reference, but um, it's challenging to both try to be in charge. So we try to alternate weeks. And sometimes that doesn't work out so well because we have bills and things that we want to be heard. And there's some bills, and I'm going to be frank, that uh, no, I don't want to hear those bills. It's my committee. And I don't care because I don't necessarily think that the Democrats are going to be nice to me when I'm in the minority one day. And if I think bad, their bill is bad and it's a bad law, I'm not going to hear it. And yeah, if, cool. if I do hear it, I'm not going to let it out of committee.
0: <laughs> just like they did. Treated folks for the last, you know, before the session you got there, the six sessions, you know, six five five years before, where Republicans were basically just put into a corner and told to shut up.
1: (laughs) Well, and and we have a, a couple of people who are chairs of that are Democrats who are chairs of other committees right now. They don't listen to our Republican bills, and I'm ticked. So that is a conversation that needs to be had. We are in the majority, and it's disgraceful that they won't bring our bills forward. Um, and lesson learned, we shouldn't probably be putting some Democrats in charge of our committees. Yeah. And they're very important bills that need to get out there and change some laws. So mm-hmm. it's going to be, a, I think, ses- second session will be very spicy in the House. And I say that because we are all up for reelection. <laughs> so some of those challenging bills that will be introduced, well, you're going to be on record, folks. So get get ready for that, because what you vote yes or vote down or don't let out a committee um, I personally hope their communities hold their toes to the fire when their opponent or so holds them accountable for not moving those things forward.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. So I don't care what party you belong to.
0: There. Last question to you. This is Representative Allard. Are you hopeful for Alaska for its future and why or, why or why not?
1: I am. And I'll tell you why. I think a lot of folks are confused that Alaska was red and now we're turning blue. It's not true. If you look at the Constitution and all the individuals who signed our Alaska Constitution, I think they were all Democrats and we had one Republican. We've actually come a real long way. I am encouraged for the future. I think we've made a big difference in impact. Sure. Some of our local races, um, our assemblies, Fairbanks just had an overhaul. So now they're liberal led. Um, I would encourage the Republican Party for the state of Alaska to be more involved with our local politics. We, we kind of have a little bit of money over there. They need to be able to start standing behind those candidates vet them that we know are going to lead the right charge. So I'm I'm feeling positive. I'm not done. I don't think anybody is. I'm not saying we need to turn our state flaming red, but I am saying that we can do better.
0: Yeah.
1: And we can. I know what's right. And so does everybody else.
0: Well, I appreciate you joining us here on the Must Read Alaska Show, Representative Jamie Allard. And you're welcome back anytime for folks listening, watching, or reading Must Read Alaska. If anyone help to keep the lights on here? Just go to mustreadalaska.com. On the right hand side there, there's a little donate button. Every $5, $10, $100 helps keep the lights on here at Must Read Alaska. We're not funded by some secret dark web nonprofit money conglomerate. We're just funded by everyday folks who care about conservative news. In Alaska. So until next time, I'm John Quick from somewhere in Alaska. Thank you so much for joining us, Representative Allard.